Hey there, this is Don Immel, superintendent of Pendel Ministry Network. Thanks for joining our podcast. I hope you'll find this useful for your ministry as you continue to lean into what God is doing in your life. In 2002, Rick Warren wrote The Purpose Driven Life. The subtitle asked the question, what on earth am I here for? Great book, great question. A few years earlier, in 1995 to be exact, Warren wrote a prequel entitled The Purpose Driven Church. In the opening of that book, Rick Warren drew an analogy of momentum based on surfing. Rick stated that in some Southern California schools, students could take a course on surfing. Imagine that. One thing they never tried to teach students was how to create a wave. That would be ridiculous because, uh, from a believer's point of view, only God can really create waves, right? Students learn how to ride the waves already set in motion. Likewise, Warren stated, that a lot of books and conferences on church growth try to manufacture the wave of God's Spirit using gimmicks or programs or marketing techniques to create growth. But growth cannot be produced by man, Warren said. Only God makes a church grow. Well, I love Rick's writing, and I appreciate these two books, but there may be a fundamental problem with many church growth approaches in general. The problem lies in an unspoken, subtle assumption, namely, that God is as focused on church size as we are. Although we can clearly see that Luke reports the results of early church growth, we see it in Acts 2, Acts 4, and Acts 6, I believe that his motivation may have been to report on missional effectiveness rather than church size. The gospel is being proclaimed and received. It's like he says, let's celebrate that. What is driving us? What drives our church programs, practices, and outreaches? You know, Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. When Jesus walked the dusty roads of Caesarea Philippi and he engaged the disciples in the who do men say that I am conversation, which ended with, I will build my church, did he imagine robust organizations or ornate church structures? Is that what he was thinking? Or was Jesus prophetically imagining that his followers would join him in mission? Now let me be clear, I have no theological or philosophical difficulty with church buildings. They're pretty handy, aren't they? I have no problems with organizational structures. Can you say district superintendent? It was inevitable that the church would organize and structure itself in order to retain the harvest, grow disciples, affect a unified witness, and protect its beliefs and doctrines from heresy. One cannot read the New Testament without observing a growing organizational structure throughout the apostolic era and into the the first century. But organizational structure and religious buildings were not the focus of Jesus. He was focused on his role in the mission of God. I believe that our focus should also prioritize the Missio Dei, the mission of God, Jesus said, my father has been working until now, and I have been working. Jesus established that God has been working, not working in the sense of toiling, 
but God was active and engaged. So what was God's activity? Well, to answer that, we have to go to the beginning, and we'll do that next time. But for now, let me ask a question. Are we on mission? I read a book recently called Mission Drift by Peter Greer. Greer made a shocking assertion in the opening sentence of his book. Here's what he said. He said, without careful attention, faith-based organizations will inevitably drift from their founding mission. It's that simple. It will happen. So Greer spends most of the rest of this chapter on proving his point using Harvard and Yale as examples of institutions that started as gospel-centered training centers with no real resemblance now to their original mission. I love a statement made by Leonard Sweet in his book, So Beautiful. Sweet said, mission is not an activity of the church, but an attribute of God. God is a missionary God. Jesus is a missionary Messiah. And the Spirit is a missionary spirit. Missions is the family business. We're not talking about missions as in foreign missions or U.S. missions or home missions. We're talking about a fundamental approach to life, a quintessential expression of following Jesus. You see, it's so easy to get trapped in the busy rhythms of church life that we actually forget what the church is for. We partner with God rather than asking God to partner with us. The Missio Dei, the mission of God, is God's mission, not a program or a fund or a trip abroad. It's the thread of continuity from Genesis to Revelation. So here's a question. Are we as a fellowship or as a church or as a believer on mission? Hey, friends, we'll take that up next time. God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you found value in this message. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe and share it on your social media to encourage others to tune in using the hashtag MyPendel. Thanks again, and God bless.